This week's episode of Fear Forward Podcast is brought to you by this week's award-winning, award-winning episode of Fear Forward Podcast is brought to you by your mama jokes. Okay. Sometimes these jokes still inspire girls to become street fighters like they in Capcom versus Marvel. And um, those jokes have brought to you this episode. If you have not yeah. seen Mariah Lynn, double jump her ass. Across a picnic table in to, New Jersey, girl. To fuck up Dream Doll. You have not seen much in social media. And I encourage you to log on to social media and see plenty because we're going to talk about all of it on this episode. If you claim you paved the way for the girl and this girl couldn't have a contract without the workings of... Um, Wolf. Mona Scott. Hello. Um, then why are you getting upset when this girl talking about some what your struggles are? Sweetie. You have too many of your own struggles to be counting to be counting mine. Count your struggles and then count mine after that. New year, new you. Go, go okay. figure it out. Okay. Get your pen and paper. Get your own steps ordered in the Lord. My name is Ronald Matters. Follow me on the internet at Ronald Matters. His name is also preposterous. Uh oh, yes. Prep. <laughs> Somebody posted that on the Insta, and I was like, yes, it preposterous, come through. His name is also preposterous. My name is uh, The Superman, T-H-E-E-S-U-P-A-M-A-N, uh, a.k.a. your husband's favorite top, oh, B-K-A. My husband's cheating on me. <laughs> well, I got to deal with that in 2018, just, oh, wow, right on into the new year. Mm-hmm. Day three. At least you know what he's doing. Child, a lot of these girls don't. Mm. And who are he doing? I'm your husband's favorite top. Okay. Um, wow. BKA, I'm Niche from Black Mirror. Um, this is your colorful commentary on LGBT health and wellness. Follow um, our Instagram, HereForWardPod. I'm child. HereForWardPod.com ain't working out. I'm arguing with the web designer now. So, But you know what is working um, out? Our Patreon. You okay. can always go over there to see exclusive content that are not is not publicly posted here on the show. And it's very difficult to keep new content up because we are always running our mouths. And I'm like, so which one do I post today? Which one do I give the girls today? It's like somebody requested that we, um, not we, you um, expose yourself. So I guess if I, if you expose yourself and we make that for the Here For It Hive members, uh, I'm not going to expose give myself. $26 um, or more. Maybe. No, my only fan page oh. <laughs> is going to be me doing ASMR. So <laughs> that's, that's what y'all going to get on my only fans. <laughs> I'll give you a quick tongue lash into the microphone, uh, a little uh, dick tap to the microphone. Oh wow! Uh, but no, it's that's what my OnlyFans page will consist of. Uh, it's 2018, and we want to let y'all know Happy New Year. But it's a new year, and it's the same shade. Nothing has changed here. So New Year, same shade. Um. Also, congratulations to um Living Single because Living Single crossed 20 years of being a series. And, you know, we have Khadijah, Sinclair, Maxine, Overton, Regine, Kyle, um, her boyfriend, well, all of the gang. Which one was Shamar Moore? The gang is Sinclair had all the boyfriends. Overton. Sinclair um, was, no, Shamar Moore was Khadijah's boyfriend. Shamar Moore. Yeah, like later in this, like the. I'm like scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Later in the seasons, Shamar Moore was uh, Khadijah's boyfriend. Shisnut was in two episodes. I'm scrolling and I still don't. Like, I'm on people who was only in two episodes. I don't see Sharon Moore. You mean Overton? Who was Sinclair? No, I love Overton. Overton okay. is uh, Overton is Bay. I'm still oh. scrolling. Yeah, that's Sharon Moore. That's Mel Jackson, girl. Who? <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> well, Shamar Morris girls out here is trying to steal your identity. Don't let them do that to you in 2018. Our icebreaker is, who is your favorite character in Living Single and why? Overton, obviously. Overton is the tall, sexy, handy, bald uh-huh. nigga. He just a little dumb. Uh-oh. But I can take a little dumb because that means I can t- I can talk you into shit. So I like it. Overton was my favorite character above all. My favorite actually was um, Sinclair because Sinclair was like kind of not here for it, kind of pure, kind of like I am, and like but like still kind of like fantasies. Um, okay, yeah, I try it though, <laughs> which is exactly like I am. Sinclair was always like, well, you know, I moved here. With Khadijah because I wanted to try new things. So, here we go. Bitch, you're not going to make me Khadijah in this goddamn scenario. Oh, I didn't say you were Khadijah. Don't, don't even give yourself that. No. I don't wear shoulder pads. Wow. And, um, or strap-ons, <laughs> as far as I know. But, um, that's our icebreaker this week. What's going on in Hot Topic? Bless his heart. Shout um, out to, uh, first of all, Hot Topic, shout out to us, um, Podcast and Colored, um, hashtag Top 2017 Podcast. The best LGBT podcast. Not the verse ones, the top ones. <laughs> so thank you, Pause and Color. We appreciate you. Um, the listener submitted podcast people. She picked podcasts when people submitted their stories as to why this person was the top podcast. The stories that people gave were like some of the best stories from our listeners. Thank you guys so much for... And thank you to the, the listener that said that he had not heard about PrEP. And got on prep since he has been listening to the show. So if we didn't do shit else, we saved one life. And so New Year's Day, I'm um, texting the girls like, so which clinic do I recommend here in D.C.? Connecting girls to prep on the holidays. So um, we talked about the preppy we app. We do a lot of work in the community. Absolutely. Well, yeah. minimal. Um, so we, we talked about the preppy app a few episodes ago. And I want to let y'all know that they are serious about their fucking business. Them niggas are like parole officers. Oh, wow. They have called me three times now. And then when he calls me and I answer the phone, he was like, oh, yeah, it's you. Never mind. You good, right? You still got all your prep? And I'm like, I, I'm the one that shouted you out. They calling me to make sure I have prep. And I'm trying to connect other girls to make sure they get prep from y'all. Shout so out I to, want prep to let me. Y'all, <laughs> prep me. I want to let y'all know. But yeah, make sure that you continue to look up prep me. Uh, I call her preppy, but prep me. <laughs> Uh, because they are serious about their business and they're serious about getting kids and everybody on things. So they're not out here with other things. Amen. Uh, and hot topics this week, Moreau and Moroccan's mama has jokes. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm pretty sure that she should be a stand up comedian at this point because singing is definitely her second gift. Oh. It's a gift. Oh, it's a gift that God nobody can take from her. Nobody can take her accolades. Okay, <laughs> no need of leaks. Uh, nobody can take her accolades. Nobody can take her legend status away from singing. But she's got to hang that up right now. She just uh, what? Huh? This New Year's Eve performance, and then she had a show in the middle, and it's just it's obvious that it's a show. Yeah, it's not like. I'll call it a stunt, but you call it a show. It's so. a stunt show performance. Synonyms. It's <laughs> right click. What's the right word? It's short right? of a concert, is what it was. <laughs> and I just, I just want her to stand up, just do stand up comedian shit at this right point now. because I, I want to see her sing a concert at like regular concerts, but she don't have to be on TV. Yeah, she don't have to tell. She can do impersonations. People. Yeah, she don't have to. She don't have to do this to her character. All right now. So, shout out to Mariah Carey. Dave Chappelle, Mariah Carey is coming for your wig. All right. And with that, I will lead right into the problematic. Problem. 
hot topic that is Dave Chappelle's newest net- Netflix comedy series, which both of us have just recently watched. Yep. It's called Equanimity. It is fucking hilarious. Yes. From start to finish, there was not a moment that I was like, is this nigga going to not tell something funny? Like, it was hilarious from start to finish. I arguably think it was his best stand-up work. I agree. It's his Probably the first one was kind of yeah. It was like it, it felt like Dave Chappelle coming out of retirement to get a check. Yeah, this one felt like he had actually put pen to paper. He had called him like, "Girl, sit the cameras up. I'm on the <coughs> way." Um, shall we on ninety five? So if y'all can get there in two hours, traffic bad out here in L A. It was it was absolutely hilarious. So if you have not got a chance to get over to Netflix and check out the Equanimity comedy special that uh, he put Dave out, Chappelle. Yeah. Dave Chappelle put out, please do. Um, everything problematic ain't wrong. I think that the show was problematic in the ways that he was talking about trans people and gay people to the crowd that he's talking to. But then he brought it home with saying what his ignorances were about trans and gay people and why he had those feelings uh, and thoughts about trans and gay people, trans and gay people. Um, And so to me, it still was problematic, but it wasn't wrong. It was him being honest and being thought provoking in his own truth. And I can appreciate that. That kind of storytelling, that kind of comedy, that kind of comedic timing is what made Red Fox an icon of comedy. Mm-hmm. What made uh, Richard Pryor an icon of comedy. Mm-hmm. And I dare to also put Dave Chappelle in that same category. The things yes. that Dave Chappelle has given us comedically, from the show to uh, movies to writing to every, especially to this comedy special. I, I stand to put him in the same league as Richard Pryor and Red Fox, and I want y'all to fight me if y'all disagree. Not to put too much out there, but he was saying, like, gay people back when he was in high school, they were confident and knew who they were, mm-hmm. and they were still lying to their friends, talking about they had sex for the first time. But, like, gay people knew who they were and were trying to fight to for other people to see that they can claim their own identity and be strong in it. And I feel like... When I was 15, 16, 18, I knew who I was. I was questioning it because other people were putting questions in my head, but I knew who I was and the things I wanted. And child, Dave Chappelle was, it was problematic, but it but was not wrong. Right. It was like when he was talking about the KKK and the blind man, the, the blind black man who, you know, like those types of, he, it was on the, it was on the. When you talking about the blind man that was in the, in the Chappelle show, which was again, one of the funniest sketches. Yeah. The blind black man that didn't know that, that he, he was, was black, black and was <laughs> in the KKK. So problematic. Yes. Funny <laughs> as fuck. Also. So. Yeah. So I feel like it was, it rode the line. No pause. But it got to the finishing point. It did. Um, and so, again, Equanimity by Dave Chappelle. Yes. Go get your life after you finish this goddamn episode. All right. Um, next, I um, mm, woo, had to wrap my own weave up for this one because she obviously didn't wrap her weave. Uh, Kim Burrell. Kim Burrell. She heard the last, uh, well, the episode before the last. Hashtag intro tease episode of uh here for a podcast the homosexual spirits episode where we got her ass together mm-hmm. on that one mm-hmm. and then she took to facebook apparently so thank you for listening sis i hope you are subscribing uh please go over to our patreon i'm not worried about them <sighs> talking about me falling in my 1800 boots if you have not seen this video she again like i said took to facebook to dispel her falling in 1800 boots 
Nobody and asked. And tonight I'm wearing two thousand dollar boots in New York. Nobody asked her the, the price tag of these boots. But I, Child, first of all, you still got this um Kango head on and we don't know if you got a side part or a middle part and we don't know if you got a bang or not. Well, so we, we know it's worth two dollars. All these boots, but you can't can't even get you a good brow girl, a good brow, a good old lash. Struggles. She can't even get one painted on. Chill. Let alone grow one, because we know growing one is going to be obsolete. At this and can't point. stand on one. Woo! She can't stand up in faith at this moment. <laughs> um, our misguided and misshaped auntie. Oh, right now, misguided and misshaped. Has decided to clap back <laughs> via Facebook. Who does that? Old people. <laughs> Who does that? Old people. You're clapping back via Facebook, my nick? Old people. Don't you have a pulpit? Don't you have a platform? You're clapping back via Facebook. You're supposed to be a in the car mm. with no makeup on. Woo! The um, saints are wrapped in swaddling clothes, and I'm have, having to hang up minks. So the first thing I got from that is, aren't you a worshiper of Jesus Christ? Jesus Christ was Never. was famous for being in swaddling. Yes, bra- right? yeah, that's braggadocious what she did. But Jesus Christ was famous for being in the swaddling cloths that you're judging people to be in now. So who are you following? Because it's not Jesus Christ with that goddamn methodology. That methodology says you wouldn't be following Jesus Christ because Jesus Christ didn't believe in no goddamn eighteen hundred dollar and two thousand dollar boots. He you know what? You know what he had on some bare ass bum ass motherfucking sandals, and he let niggas wash his feet in those bare ass bum ass sandals. And you got eighteen hundred dollar, mm-hmm. two thousand dollar boots on, mm-hmm. bragging on goddamn Facebook. So who are you following? All right now, who are you following? You don't love God. She can't love that guy. All right now. She got to love a different guy. That front was so dry and so unlaced. I don't understand. Ma'am, where do you have space? You you got so much to be focused on right now. You got to repair your career. You got to repair them vocals. Mm -hmm. You have to repair that shape. I don't care what you do next. You have to repair that shape. So why are you in that car on your way to Newborough, New York, um, girl? Get off the damn Espousing narcissism. And get you a lookbook out on Pinterest. (laughs) Um, so I would like her to be encouraged at Amen. the end of that. Um, I, also, I would like us to stop giving CPR to dead people. Uh, She's also dead, so stop putting your mouth on her. Um, uh, bitches is pressed. Don't administer mouth to mouth. Struggling. Who? who uh, the Kojic Church. Oh, just the whole thing. The whole, the whole motherfucking <laughs> thing. Do not get that shit CPR. <laughs> The whole mother, if the Koji thing is oh, the going, lady who gave her sermon. Oh, if yeah. the Koji thing is not wrong for one thing, they're wrong for motherfucking two things at minimum. Yep. Now, mm-hmm. Andrew Caldwell is what we got because of y'all. Yeah, we have to deal with that. Oh, we didn't ask for that. We have to deal with that every fucking time. And we log on to the fucking internet. <laughs> we have to deal with him. He got a book coming now. He probably don't, but we got to deal with him. He and already got one book out. So that's the gift of the Koji it. Church. Oh, it's a gift. Is there a gift receipt? It's still 14 days. Christmas was not that long ago. So the I don't the Koji Church is trying to give us another gift um, in the form of Tanya Mansi. I was going to say, do we know her name? Tanya Mansi. We speak your name. We speak your name uh, and we hold you in prayer, in real prayer. And in not, real prayer. And not judgment. Not what the fucking Koji Church just I'm tried to, to do to you. come lay my shit on the cross. And, and now what the Koji Church tried to do to you. It's so if the Koji Church really cared about these fucking people. And I say fucking people because I cuss a lot. Yeah. But she if they cared about these people, 
I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get to the the bread <laughs> of it. But if they cared about these people, they would not be exploiting them via video and putting mm-hmm. this goddamn video out for the world to see and for the world to pick apart. Mm-hmm. They would just say, okay, that's one of our saints. Let's just take that on out the message. That's not what we're gonna air. Mm-hmm. You know, we're gonna keep her prayed up. We're gonna keep her um, good in the Connect shelter. Her Connect her to care. We're gonna do Amen. these things. We're not gonna put her on fucking TV. We're not gonna put her on YouTube. But they didn't care about that shit, just like they didn't care about that shit with Andrew Caldwell. So, Tanya Mancy came up um, with her message, and it was a fucking message, uh, talking about being used by men, being mm-hmm. in prostitution, and finally, licking balls. Wow. Uh, and coming home from high school drunk. Coming home from high school drunk while, <laughs> well, doing, like, girl, while doing so. Woo. So, I don't know if any of our listeners can relate to this. But it's a fucking message. It's her message. It was a lot. Uh, I I just I could I I couldn't find ways to deal, but I could find plenty of ways to read. Um, Tanya Mancy is obviously a person crying out for help. She came to the front of the congregation, came to the front of the pulpit, asking for help, looking to give her testimony to Literally get... looking, because she when she was giving her testimony, he snatched the microwave, she was like, it's going to give me a hug, it's going to touch me on my shoulder. He's going to walk me out like he a fucking bodyguard at The Club deacon Rain. went and put the mic back on the stand for the pastor, and I was like, I thought that the church is supposed to be a safe place where I can come. This is why I'm glad millennials are turning away from the church overall, and we're becoming more spiritual than religious, because she really needed someone to hug her and tell her that she was not suffering alone, connect her to care and just uplift her and like no one was there for her. Like not in that moment what we saw in the video. I don't know what they did. Maybe they sponsored a two or three months of care. We don't know. But what but what they put out what was what got what, they, what got out was enough. And even if they did want to connect her to care, even if they did want to pull her in and say, sister, we love you. You don't have to be out here licking balls. You don't have to be out here prostituting yourself or be extremely drunk when you come to church. I don't think she's doing that anymore. I think she was telling her Right. I'm just saying that that's her testimony. They could have been doing all those things and not be putting her on the internet. Yes. I know plenty of people that have come to me for advice, um, for help. And I'm not like, well, let me go talk about this bitch on YouTube because she messy and she broke and she ain't shit and her... She got gonorrhea, and she was asking me to connect her to care. And so, let me read her about. That. Woo, no, that's not. I, that's not, I don't do that. We're not Nobody, here for and it. if I don't do that, and I'm not the goddamn Church, pastor, the reverend, the, the deacon, deacon, I'm none of those things. Why the fuck is the, the pastor, prophet. the reverend, the deacon, the director of the usher board, uh, the music minister, whatever the fuck his goddamn title is? Even sweet. So, why is he doing that? I, mm. So. Uh, definitely want to send uh, the name? heartiest fuck yous to the Deacon and oh. the Kojic Church for abusing Tanya Mancy in yes. this way. We speak uh, if you have not seen the video, it's a little entertaining to watch still. I definitely want to say I am also AKA the girl in the back of the church that got her life and caught ministry when she said lick her balls and said whoop! Because <laughs> that, because that meant there was more than one saint in that church that knew that goddamn story. Hello. So I'm that saint in the back as well. I'm right now. Um. So, closing. Don't give CPR to dead people. Oh, the church. Is. I also want to drink whatever the fuck Tamar has been drinking for the last two weeks 
because whatever the fuck I'm drinking, I'm just not where she, she is. She thought it was going to be cool to bring the other girl, the antagonist to the two girls I'm on tour with, bring their antagonist out during my set on their tour that they're hit. Huh? Tamar. Tamar. You just going to bring Kaya out for that? The other Braxton. You are the plus one. Wow. You are the plus one. Monica's the plus two. How the fuck did you think that you was going to add a plus one to your plus one when there's also a First plus two? First she was adding a plus. She was adding a, a plus three. Because she was going to bring, like, gonna bring this girl and the other girl. And her mama, who was in a wheelchair. No shade to Tia's medicine's mom, because we don't know her story. But they, the person who was bragging about them getting kicked out was also talking about, and a lady in the wheelchair. Sir, you, you are... I don't even have the words, because I'm going to say things. Whew. Tamar didn't have the words either, apparently. Uh, the only one that has words currently is T.S. Madison that is saying that they really didn't get kicked out. They really decided that they wanted to leave. I don't know who goes to the concerts and gets in their geesh to perform. It looks like y'all was about to perform and then say, I don't want to do it no more. When it's all these accounts of y'all being put out by security. You sound like Omarosa at this point. No shade. Um... Tamar is also fake trying to give us lemonade via her marriage and she's still tuning in and Vince is at all the backstage appearances and y'all still working together posting on Instagram that he's got a his whore has a baby but then the next minute you hold his hand and walking back stage in Atlanta so are you on lemonade or are you on B-Day I don't I don't I don't know she want to give y'all family feud but child she just, she's trying to give us Kool-Aid. Oh, I was going to say, because I don't know what it is, but don't renew it for another season. <laughs> um, New Year's Eve also brought us Andy Cohen and Anderson uh, Cooper. I didn't watch one second of that. I watched more than one second, and I want to get my seconds back. Okay. Um, cool. I am all for LGBT inclusion. I am all for double LGBT inclusion, because they A got... chick, hello. They got... Both they got damn gay chicks. asses up there <laughs> doing this huge extremely visible thing and you know we don't see two gay people in the same light doing the same things often Mm -hmm. and i applaud that effort because i want to see it more i just don't want to see those two exactly okay well we can move on because i mean it was boring it was so boring and i want to see lgbt people in the same spaces but just not those exact same two not that exact same combination anyway uh bring kathy back uh, y'all president continues to Okay, let's just act. move on from that. <laughs> I can't. He continues to act the fuck up. He's disbanded the HIV council. Oh, we have to talk about... Oh, yeah, we do have to talk about that. He's Shit, disbanded, I wanted to move on. <laughs> he's Damn, disbanded the HIV council. Sent them a letter via FedEx in the mail. Sis. Right before Christmas, like these niggas don't have bills. These niggas don't have Christmas Like I'm presents. not on vacation in Taiwan or somewhere. Actually being exposed due. to culture. One of our not brothers, out here doing a project out here. One of our brothers posted a video talking about uh, the travesty of receiving your goddamn firing letter via mail. Didn't even know it was gonna happen, uh, and you know it 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 just speaks volumes to what this goddamn administration continues to espouse that they don't care about us, that they don't care about us dying. And they don't care about a fucking HIV pandemic occurring. They have cut medical funding. They have now cut this advisory council. That means the advisory council is the people that tell the people in the HIV administration 
what they need to know about HIV mm-hmm. and what the state of HIV currently is and what they can do to help uh, people that are affected by HIV and people that are about to be affected by HIV. The air to the streets. They don't have that no more. They have people that don't know what the fuck HIV is now. Fully in the administration. Everybody know that we got all these unqualified ass people. They had a council that was going to advise the unqualified people so they would at least know something before they make these decisions. They fired the whole goddamn council. None. Zero. Don't got none. 2018, y'all, we've got to stand up. Like, these people don't care about us. So, you think it's cute to be on Jacks and cute to go to the club or cute to judge a girl because she's got a GoFundMe for a funeral. But it's going to continue to happen if we don't stand up. We've got to band together and um, get our clarinets and our flutes and lit. And run for public office. So, there are people that are thinking about running for public office. Same. Like um, Andrew Caldwell, mayor of St. Louis. Uh, Stop calling him sis. I'm not going to call him mayor. Um, (laughs) But those of you out there that have a voice, that have a platform, that have an opportunity, stand up and don't let these same people that are okay with HIV council Mm -hmm. being fired, don't let them speak for you. Don't let them speak for us. You speak for us. Amen. Um, We had a Leave It In 2017 segment last episode, and... Uh, I left something off the list because drunk. Um, oh. but my honorable mention was I know my body ass niggas. Oh my god, please! Oh my god, I'm so tired of my friends calling me like these your bottom sisters. I was like, I'm an only child. <laughs> I'm an only child. They my sisters, so they do something wrong. <laughs> okay, very certain Ruby T. It's like oh, I was here before y'all. Um, anyway, the I know my body ass niggas have uh dominated. Uh, the 99 into the 2000, and I just want them to stay in 2017. You know your body? Okay. I know my body. Do the study again. Is the, <laughs> you should sign for Do update. your research. Do the update to the study. I have lost so many sheets and rags to I know my body ass niggas because mm. I was like, I don't even, I'm not going to put this in the washing machine with my other clothes. I know what to get you for your birthday. I'm going to I'm gonna have to throw this shit. I have to <laughs> throw this away. Like I'm throwing you away. Uh-oh. I'm throwing all of this not shit Not calling away. you back. So, uh, Definitely adding that to leave it in 2017. Um, thank you guys for subscribing to us on SoundCloud and leaving us comments. We love you so much. Thank you to everyone who leaves us comments on Apple Podcasts. Thank you for all of your reviews. And definitely don't forget to subscribe to us on Patreon. We're working on a live show. We're working on a happy hour you guys proposed. We are and we can't on- do that. With our broke ass um, lace fronts, so oh, you wow. need to help us buy some lace fronts. Go over to Patreon. So now we gotta wear wigs in public. Wow, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not wearing a wig. My head is too big. Go over to <laughs> Patreon.com/slash here for a podcast and donate oh, at least yeah. a dollar so that we can make your dreams come true. Continuing education in 2018 is the topic that I want to discuss because after fitness goes, definitely going back to school and. Achieving our professional thing things is what we're is. Oh, look at my Memphis coming out! Wow. Yeah. It continues. Uh, <laughs> so, is student loan debt worth it? I'm definitely going to link you guys to um, the Vox article. 
it's a video piece in the description below that talks about people who attended for-profit colleges are 44% of the people who own student loan mm. defaults. So mm. you guys are going to these for-profit colleges, unable to pay them, and defaulting on your loans, then having to beg for help. Pretty please, let's not let us continue to suffer from that. Um, in 2014, the U.S. Treasury reported that places like NYU, University of Southern California, Rutgers, Phoenix University, Ashford University, <coughs> and the now defunct ITT Tech and um, and Michigan State. We used to have like four or five ITT Techs down the street, which told us this nigga, this not a no real school. Where y'all spending all this money? And it was unaccredited the whole time. So, and um. Those types of colleges were like the highest people who owed student loan debt. So pretty please be careful out here. Um, in 2012, as Obama was cutting down on um, colleges who were filing fake reports about what their enrollment was, how much their students made, how much they actually made. Um, when jobs were doing well back around 2012, college enrollment was actually starting to slow down. So a lot of colleges were closing and re what do you call it restructuring themselves mm -hmm. but the day the absolute day that donald trump won office stock in um for-profit colleges went up and you know why because trump used to have trump university and he understands what for-profit education is all about and he put bessie devos in office who child just got her honorary doctorate from hbcu and she wants hbcus closed and he had to settle a fraud case against Trump University for millions and millions and millions of dollars that oh he stopped talking about. So. so, in 2018, is student loan debt worth it? Definitely think about today's task is definitely consider what your goals are for 2018 revolving um, continuing education because I tell people all this, well, I ask all the time, okay, so you graduated with your bachelor's in 2007. How have you been continuing your education since you've graduated? Because or how have you used the education that you already paid for or continuing to pay for? That's the overarching important part of it. Yes. And so if you can't balance the numbers to say, me get my bachelor's is going to make me $100,000 more a year but and I'm going to be able to pay mm -hmm. that $50,000 that I owe uh, University of Memphis back. If you can't balance those numbers, then don't do it. And I'm not arguing against getting an education. I'm yes. arguing against getting an education that you don't need. If you are already in a career field and you're making the money that you're supposed to be making in that career field, cool. Don't put yourself in debt getting a bachelor's that you don't need when they really want you to have a master's. Yes, you can definitely get a technical certificate or go get an associate's and let your or experience. Or an apprenticeship. Apprenticeships, uh, there was a study that came out about a week ago. CNN did the study that apprenticeships had uh, got people over $200,000 a year. Oh, shit. I might need to write this down. Yeah. Get an apprenticeship, especially if you're in one of these big trades of obviously nursing, uh -huh. obviously medicine, obviously well, maybe even journalism. Look up apprenticeships in your own um, field of study that, you know, there's obviously somebody that's making a million dollars a year doing what you do. Hey, man. Go sit with that bitch for a month. And say, okay, well, I'm doing A, B, and C over here. I'm only making $60,000 a year, and it's cool. But there are people making a million dollars a year doing what I'm doing. Case in point right here in podcasting. There are people that are doing what we do, Ooh. literally. Child. And they make 
152,000 dollars a year. Tell me about it. Tell so me one more. year we may <laughs> we Tell may have to more. do this. We ha- we may have to take our own advice and do an apprenticeship. But it's not about us. It's about you. Yes. So today's task is: How do you plan to invest in continuing your education in 2018? And it does not have to mean racking up an additional twenty, thirty thousand dollars in debt. Think about it. Look into it. Absolutely. Um, this week in sexual education. Are oh, you changing the title? Cool. Sex ed. Beyonce. If you're gonna change the title, yeah. Beyonce has sex. <gasps> We learned that in the blow video, and so did Tina. Um, <laughs> she found that out. I, 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 let's just move forward. I can't. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. Sexual health this week. Uh, I want to shine a spotlight on Lilo Hex condoms. We talk about prevention a lot. I would like to also branch out into the area of talking about a specialized condom that is, uh, I think it's going to be a game changer. I think it's going to be a game changer because obviously the world does not love condoms. It's not a certain type of people. It's not heterosexuals. It's not homosexuals. It's the world. People in general would rather have condomless sex. So, the stop gap in between that is having a better condom, which everybody's been talking about for 30 years. Ultra thin. Yeah. Very skin. Yeah. And those still give you the same results as the bullshit-ass lambskin ones that we had in the fucking 80s that... Still didn't help you not get no goddamn disease or get somebody pregnant. Uh oh. Um, but now there's a actually fine tuned engineered condom uh, that boasts being the actual thinnest condom ever invented. This condom um, has been biologically engineered um, to have like these honeycomb. It's, it's like honeycomb made. Like uh-huh. it's uh, not your regular condom. So the lines in between the honeycombs gives you space for friction and gives you space for filling. So you like if you're at the top mm-hmm. and you put this helo condom on, it will stretch and you will still be able to see and feel lines and parts of your penis between the honeycombs. Uh... But the honeycomb it is thin enough that is keeping the mucus and the fluids from whoever oh, you're fucking okay. out okay. of the condom. Woo. But <laughs> but okay. it looks and feels, allegedly, like you're not using the condom. Okay, which is cause... the effect that everyone would like to have in using a condom. Okay. Now tell me the name one more time. Lilo Hex. L-E-L-O Hex. H-E-X as in hexagon because mm-hmm. they are... Uh, honeycomb shaped yeah, hexagons that it's made yeah. made out of. Uh, right. Not only is it boasting ten dollars, okay. Yeah, it's not that. And they don't sell at Walgreens and Target. Look oh, at God! Wow, I didn't um, know this. <laughs> and so, not only are they um, boasting to be the thinnest condoms on the planet, they are also boasting to be the only condom that you do not get the latex smell from. Oh. And so, the latex smell is annoying as fuck, especially if you fuck. Uh, how do I say? Roughly, okay. fastly. You know, if you put a lot of fucking oh, yeah. friction, you put a lot of fucking work you in with some of these condoms. Girls, not a you put it, love kind of girls. Even if you're doing that for a long period of time, periodically time, okay, you'll get that same latex smell. It's like, ugh, the fuck am I burning rubber in this? Do bitch? I love you or I am burning rubber in this bitch? Okay, I think I love you. No motorsport. Um, but it doesn't have that same smell because of its design. Okay, so. Check out Lilo Hex Condoms. 
for HIV, STI, STD prevention. Um, listener questions. Thank you guys so much for sending us listener questions. Both of our listener questions come from Instagram comments today. Um, I posted on Instagram asking for questions a few weeks ago. And Jockai, I'm going to say mm. this wrong. Mm. Jockai Bear. Jockway. Cool. Let's go back. Uh huh. How do we bring love back to the culture? It seems like everyone is deeply entrenched in the hookup culture and serial dating. What are your thoughts? I'm 30 and have never been in a relationship, and I wonder if I'll ever be in one because of the prevalence of hooking up. Hooking up ain't stop no niggas from being in no relationships. You can be in a relationship tomorrow without hooking up with Chill. nobody. Chill. And and everybody. You can be hooking up with everybody and then say, you know what, I'm quitting the game and be in a relationship. We don't know how long that's going to last. It has happened. Two weeks. Oh. It has happened is all I'm saying. Um... The hookup culture, I just don't... I, I feel like that's an excuse that people give is because people want to hook up, I can't be in a relationship. Mm-hmm. You can hook up or you cannot and still be in a relationship. There are people that are in relationships, again, failed or successful, that are hooking up with the person that they're in a relationship with and or other people. Um, So, the best way I would say is to jump in head first. Oh, um, With a, a a hex condom, you say? A hex condom and a Lilo or, hex condom and and or prep, depending on which whatever your definition of safe is. Again, okay. we've talked about this on the anthology of episodes. Uh, jump in head first. It's a new year. People are doing new things. They're looking for new friends, new avenues. Find somebody that you feel like is attractive. Go out to the bar tomorrow. Not tomorrow. What's tomorrow for y'all? Thursday. Yeah. Friday, go out to the bar day after tomorrow, find somebody, look around, find somebody that you think is real cute, uh-huh. approach them, strike up a friendship, start a conversation. If they think Put you Put some real... lip chap on. Your lips are so cute. Put some lip chaps on. I want to see what you do it. Bless his heart. 2018, um, I want to watch you put on lip chap. Record it for my Snapchat. Go and find somebody that is really cute and attractive. If they find you really cute and attractive back, spark up, spark up a friendship. Yeah, start no sexual talking. assault case. Yeah. Start talking, trade numbers. Trade. Go on a date. Literally within. Date. Oh my God. Literally within two days of meeting them. I want to say within like 10 days because, child, we getting back to work. We got to be serious. Yeah, I mean, Martin Luther the- King weekend coming up. I might can talk to you for a week and then Martin Luther King weekend. Oh, I'm off on Monday. I can hang out this weekend. Yeah, take their schedule in consideration, obviously, but don't let things linger too long because when things linger too long, they forget who the fuck you really were and they forget the moment that y'all had uh-huh. and they forget why I even gave this nigga my number. So within two days, I think is nominal. That is true, though. I've heard that somewhere else. I think within two days, 48 hours is nominal. Tell them, hey, just me and you, let's go play pool. Do something where y'all can both be talking be engaging with each other and not be distracted by just a movie where y'all can't talk to each other or just dinner where you got to stuff your face mm-hmm. with all the food and one person got to be talking about the other person and stuffing their, food, stuffing their face with food and then vice versa. But something like pool, something like bowling, um, something outdoorsy if y'all are, are in a warmer climate, do something like that and then before you know you'll be dating and you'll be doing the same thing with other people if you don't find a match. How do we bring love back to the culture? That's love. You got to start we, You got to start there. You can't make nobody love you in a week. I was trying to repeat the question and then give an answer so that way it sounded like I was listening. You know, that's the way you're supposed to do it. 
Um, Inactive listening. (laughs) Inactive listening. So I think we have to continue to be vulnerable. I think we all are on, child, I did that when I was 18. I'm not doing that no more. Or child, this happened to me when I was 23. Yes, you can see that someone used you for um, your tax return when you were 19 or used you for your college refund check or someone used you for your car or someone you're not that dumb anymore no but you can't um not be vulnerable anymore and i think that we especially as men who are protectors and we want to protect ourselves and not go through things again because child created been fucked up and been to jail a couple times or two or three you don't want to do those things again, but you have to continue to be vulnerable. So, um, and especially I agree with you in the types of dates that you pick, like, what does this date do? Does this allow us to have, um, the opportunity to have conversation? Um, I definitely enjoy the truth or dare app that I have on my phone, because even if it is at dinner, I do play, um, the truth or dare and put it on the easy dares. Because I don't mind making a fool of myself and having to do a cabbage patch in a restaurant. It shows the person that I'm dating that, well, I'm at dinner with, that I'm spontaneous. I don't mind um, child throwing it back or having sex in public. Because usually that's what those things equate when you're spontaneous. You ain't uh, even had sex in public before. You don't know what the Lord has done for me. Amen. <laughs> Look, I had an $1,800 boots. And I'm going to have a $2,000 boots tonight, okay? So we all and you're going to fall in both of them. <laughs> And you're going to fall in both of them. And that's fine. Um, Yes, because I'm vulnerable. How about mm-hmm. that? Our second question this week comes from at Sean DeBaum on Instagram. And he asks, if you have discussed this already, forgive me. I would love to hear your thoughts on the gay man running against that bigot Kim Davis for her job. He's very new to this, so we don't know too much about him outside of the headlines of him running against Davis. His website is vague, but... With more digging, I'm sure I can find something. So it's an obscure, it's an obscure thing that I think should get just as much attention, attention as the come on attention, um, as the Roy Moore Senate race in Alabama. It's obscure because ain't nobody did nothing real flary. Like mm-hmm. we only know about the Roy Moore Senate case because the nigga got accused of raping little girls. Other than that. Not many people would even be knowing about it or talking about it. Well, I, he was replacing um, the dude that looked like Jeff an elf Sessions. Yeah, in the... but again, there have been other people. Somebody placed replaced Nikki Haley in South Carolina. Okay. We don't know who that was. Or, I don't. Right. I'm sorry. So no, it it was only brought to national spotlight because of something racy that happened. Okay. And I think that this should get more attention because it's ironic uh-huh. that the reason we even know Kim Davis's name is because she denied this couple their marriage license. Okay, couple. And they said, girl, fuck you. I'm running. I'm running to take your spot. You don't deserve that spot. One, she should have already been fired. She should have been fired and unelected two years ago. Was that two years? I don't remember. A year and some change, whatever it was. She should have already lost her job for that. Then for the same person that gave you your platform, quote-unquote platform, Uh uh-huh, to be running against you is the irony that we need to all be watching in this country. And so I don't think that we need to know everything about this person. I think that we need to know that he's running against Kim Davis and he's not a Trump supporter. I don't think and he's, he's not a pedophile. 
Well, That's what I need to know. It's the county clerk's office, so he just has to maintain the files of the population and the birth records of the people in the county where he lives. No, it um, it, could, it could literally be the city dog. The, and it could depending be depending on the size of the county. The it's job. small. It's small. Yeah, it's, so it's small. It's, size, it's small, but it's symbolic. Be. It's not. It's not about the job. It's really not. Uh-uh. And I and I I'm pretty sure that's not the reason he's running for it. Okay. He's not running because he always wanted to be the city commissioner or a city council girl. He's running because, oh, you tried it. That's why he's running, and it's not it's not really about the job. It's about let's take someone that don't have no place in this space out of the job, mm-hmm. and that's why I think it's important. Um, I think that uh, more of us should feel just as empowered as he is in our own spaces in our own districts. When we minimize these roles and these positions, that's how we lose them to fucking Republicans across the country, and then we got. You know all these congressmen yeah. and state legislatures, state legislatures that are fully Republican because nobody cares about voting for the small election because girl, Child. that's just he the mayor of the street, cool. not not the president. I'm only voting for the president. So no, we have to take these things personally and uh, make them important. And so if you are a listener in Kentucky, make sure you pay attention. Make sure you go fucking vote. Make sure you know everyone you know goes and votes and get Kim Kim Davis's ass. The fuck up on out of here. Oh no, out. Um, but yeah, send us your listener questions to edhereforapod at gmail.com or any inbox where you can find us on the internet. What's next for us? Songs for our souls, here for it. Um, before we get to our song Somebody's a bottom. I um there's something else that I'm not here for, and I'm, when we get to here for it, I'm going to address that. But this I think is just really, really, really So cool. can we do songs for ourselves first? Sure. Um, my song so for I'm myself this two, week two. is "Child." You always do problematic, and I say this when I'm on other podcasts. I'm innocent. Do you agree? They don't either. Oh, child, you were supposed to agree. <laughs> the song for myself this week is "Erica Badu Next Lifetime," because in 2018, we've got to accept that we we see you, we see each other, sir. You tall, you cute, you got nice lips, your tongue game is strong, mm. you got a nice whip, mm. or you got a good job, and you can take me out, and I never have to hold the door. But, sir... Is this a dream, or do you know this nigga? Oh, he in Memphis. Um, So, but, like, so it's going to have dream. to be next lifetime, because, like, you still got... It's a couple pros, but it's so many cons, like... He got a wife. Yeah. <laughs> My, that's the con. I was about the to con, say the con is he got a wife and kids. Like shit, if you get rid of these wife and kids, we could be living great together. Definitely the wife. Don't get rid of the kids. We love the babies. Oh my god. But um, yeah, Erica, if I do next lifetime because in 2018, I cannot bring all of the um bad Mary that I had going on. I'm just gonna do the good Mary in this year. So I'm gonna call you back next lifetime. Blessings, also a beautiful song. Yes. Um, the song for my soul this week is um uh, something that I've been fucking to for like uh Wow. <laughs> that means it's real soulful. Yeah, uh yeah, cool. I've been fucking to I feel like close to ten years now. Um our brother Mr. Tremaine Songs Oh my god has oh, given us some music. He's given us things to talk about as well. But he's definitely giving us some music. And okay. um, the song Jupiter Love. Oh my God, I love it. That whole <laughs> mixtape. 
Uh, I thought you were about to. Woo, but you pulled it back. You pulled it right on around. Come on, snatch back. Um, right the song around. Jupiter Love, I yep. feel like, is one of his best Jupiter, works. Jupiter. Uh, it is so rhythmic. It's so sexy. It's so sultry. It's so 90s. And we don't get that shit no fucking more. And I hate to sound like an old head because I know what these old heads sound like. I've been looking at them like... Okay, girl, we don't have to live in the 80s. Yes, they stole those... all R. Kelly furniture. Right. Get out of my mm. face. <laughs> Ooh. Another subject. Um and so I know what it sounds I know what it sounds like when old heads say that. And mm-hmm. I hate to sound like that, but we just don't. Get I just fix, don't. Girl. In 2017, I feel like I didn't get no R and B. They gave me the same the feeling. Weekend. I said what I said. Love galore. Still said what I said. Miguel put out a song. Y'all love this. I, song I loved it. I love. I loved Miguel's project, but it didn't give me the same feeling. But the way that Jupiter Love makes me feel about '90s R&B is something that I have not felt for. I feel like ten years. I feel like I have not felt that same R&B, like slow fuck grind song. And it it's different to different people. Some other people feel like it's more of a romantic song. I feel like it's a more chest to chest, put your whole dick in the bitch song. And that's why it's my song for my soul this week. So, what are you here for? Because you got two things, so <clears throat> at least give us a. <clears throat> so yang it's two thousand. It's two thousand eighteen. Mm-hmm. Um, and my phone won't let me in. So here for it is usually where we um talk about something that we like this week in the past seven days. Something we're so I'm gonna start off like I'm gonna start off with the bad. Okay. Uh, what I'm not here for this week. Um. The Catholic Church wants some smoke, and I'm about to pull up. Um, there has been a letter from the Catholic bishops of the of, of the Catholic Church urging parents to reject their transgender children in written form. What did the letter say, you ask? The letter says, We acknowledge and affirm that all human beings are created by God and thereby have an inherent dignity do they oh we also believe that god created each person male or female therefore male or female therefore sexual difference is not an accident or a flaw it is a gift from god that helps draw us closer to each other and to god what god has created is good god created mankind in his image and in the image of god he created them male and female he created them genesis 1 12 the 15th December letter reads. Hmm. You can also find this letter on GayStarNews.com. Catholic Church. Huh. I know y'all motherfucking didn't. As many times as we have had to call y'all ass to the front of the goddamn pulpit for fingering, fucking, touching, and licking little children, you have the nerve. You have the gall. To want to be uh-huh. judgmental now? You've always been the same girl. We've known you be the same I girl. Were, I knew you were that girl. I knew you were that girl. I knew it. I knew it. And you deserve <laughs> you deserve punishment for what you did to Candy. Uh, but for this, in 2017, going into 2018, y'all were really trying it. Y'all were trying to get attention. Y'all were trying to be important. Y'all were looking for relevance. Y'all were trying to have a different voice than your own Pope. Your Mm -hmm. own Pope is someone that has been gay affirming since he's been Pope. 
someone that has been gay accepting since he's been Pope and someone that has not been bashing, bashing trans people for their identity and for who they are and trying to use Bible quotes and misquoting the Bible quote that you were trying to use in the letter. At least I went back, I went back Bible, and looked so. at, I went back and looked at the Genesis quote and it's not what that fucking even said. Y'all work at the church. You supposed to be reading the Bible all the time. You supposed to know the Bible backwards and forward. I'm supposed to be the layman. How did I know when I read that I was like, that don't sound like something I read in the beginning of the Genesis. Now maybe Exodus. Second John. Maybe Matthew. You might have me there. Okay. But in the first couple chapters of Genesis, trans bashing, <laughs> that wasn't there. I'm sorry, sis, but I'm not fucking here for it. Okay. Your second thing was um, <sighs> Praise the RuPaul's Drag Race uh, All-Stars 3. Oh, no. Thing. Um, the second thing, I was about to not be here for it, but then I thought about it and I was like, I'm absolutely fucking here for it. Not right now. So, my Cuban Afro Latina sister. Okay, now. Gina Torres had to also wrap her weave up this past week on the red carpet. She went to an award show for some show she's in. I don't know it. That's okay. I'm going to find it out and I'm going to watch it. And we're going to support. I am when it comes to Netflix or something that I can stream it on. But it's currently in theaters. They're trying to get Oscar buzz. Those things. So she was at the red carpet. And it was at this Latina award show. If you haven't seen the video, go watch the video. Oh, she's getting a spinoff. Yeah. Um, go watch that as well. Um, but she's on the red carpet getting going into this award show for Latina and Latino actresses and actors. There's a reporter giving her the business, asking questions because she's famous, she's tall, she's oh, pretty. Oh, is she the girl that's divorcing Lawrence, Lawrence Fishburne. Fishburne? Yes. The dude from The Matrix, and he was Ike in the Tina Turner story. Yes, Gina Torres. Again, she had to wrap her weave up because yeah. the girls was, they was interviewing her. She wanted to give business fish. They didn't want her to give her give business fish. They wanted her to give um, straight from the body out, and she wasn't about to give that. So while asking this lady questions, while asking Gina Torres questions, this supposed Latina reporter was asking her questions in English, asked her about two questions in English, then cold switched to fucking Spanish. Oh, she tried the, to catch it. Oh, girl. she tried to catch it. She tried to she, catch it. She, <laughs> she tried to catch it. And thinking because Gina Torres is Afro Latina, she uh-huh. doesn't fully look Latina. But if you know anybody, if you know any Afro Latinas, uh-huh. some of them, some of us look something other than she uh-huh. looks like a full black girl, but she's got some goddamn Latino roots. Uh-huh. Anyway, the girl cold switched, the reporter cold switched, and start asking her questions in Spanish. Yeah. Gina Torres had already wrapped her weave up. Poquito. 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 Okay. It's already had wrapped Poquito. her weave up, put her lip gloss on, adjusted her bang, put her hand on her hip, and gave her every motherfucking Spanish answer that she wanted to give after that bitch tried it. That bitch tried it down to that motherfucking red carpet, and Gina Torres wasn't the motherfucking one to try it with. Bitch, I know motherfucking Spanish just like you do, bitch, and I'm fucking, I'm just as Latina as you. Keep trying it with somebody else. Which Spanish, I, which version you want? Brazil girl, Mexico, which version? Gina Torres had it for that ass. And that's what I'm fucking here for this week. I'm not here for these girls that be out here trying to disparage somebody because they don't look as Latina as you want them to look. And speaking Spanish is not a goddamn litmus test for being Spanish. I can be as Spanish as I want to be and not speak fucking Spanish. Just like you can be in this fucking American country and want to be an American citizen and don't speak full English. This week, oh lord, 
I am here for the upcoming film Saturday Church, um, which stars a character that was named my last call. Ulysses, who is 14 years old, and um, and during the battle of gender identity, he's wanting to dress in high heels and wear women's clothes and put on makeup, and um, he is dealing with his mother and his grandmother who, and even his brother snitching. You got on mom's heels. I'm telling. Um, and it's he so went cute. down to um, the canal that the people go to where it's Stonewall. What's it called? I should know this. Um, but down near I thought they were in California. I thought it was near Stonewall. No, I think they were. I gotta the, wait till the film comes out. No, it's in San Francisco. He went down to the Castro. Okay, January the 12th, the film comes out and I will get all of the scoop. Or if a screening comes out in D.C., I will definitely make sure we get to it. Um, but shout out to um, Saturday Church is the new film that's coming out. Um, and it's already been dubbed the 2018 Moonlight, which is a blessing and a curse. Uh, yeah. Know, when people start comparing things to Noah's Ark, we're like, girl, Noah's Ark is Noah's Ark. You can't. And there has never been another that since be then. Let that be there. And, I, and I'm sure that this is also not going to be a Moonlight because they're they're um, putting a spotlight on femininity and saying uh-huh. and showing how okay it is for yes. you to be Just feminine. Just as we slayed with masculinity, right? In and Moonlight. that's and, and right, and that's why that's <laughs> a, can... th- right, and that's why it's adjacent and it's a juxtaposition yeah. to Moonlight because Moonlight was about masculinity and uh, character development and not sameism, and this is more about it's okay to be same, it's yes. okay to also be feminine and same at the same time. So I think that's why it's different, and I wouldn't even put it in the same character category as Moonlight. So, but I'm definitely, definitely here for Saturday Church. Um, go to RonaldMatters.com, watch the trailer. It's the first news story on my website. Come on, top billing. So yeah. So uh, that bitch stole my last call. Oh well, um, it's time for last call. I'm gonna have another one in five seconds. Um, I'll do my last call first. No shame. Since you go first all the time. My last call is a shout out to everyone who supports here for a podcast. If you support us on Patreon, if you retweet a link, if you like our pictures on Instagram, thank you so much for everything that you do because here for a podcast could not be one of the top LGBTQ podcasts of 2017 award winning (laughs) going into 2018. If it was not for you guys. And, um, if a couple girls listen, we love you as well. Um, Make sure you identify yourselves like in an Instagram DM or something so we know the ladies are listening. Um, we the ladies are always <laughs> listening. <laughs> Hashtag for the ladies. Um, but in 2018... For the ladies only. In 2018, we want to bring you guys the happy hour event that you asked for. There is one specific episode of Here For A Podcast that has to get to 1,000 listens. I'm not going to tell you which one, but if you listen, you know you've got to share that episode when you share with your friends. Um, so when that episode gets to a thousand listens, we read Kimberella in that episode. Shall we do it? Anyway, <laughs> um, and a shout out to the live show that we are hoping to make come true for 2018 because I definitely claimed it for us. Um, and I'm also doing research on that, so I would like that to, before I forget. And then <coughs> the way you put live events together, I'm still out here on the um, old man method. Um, and a shout out to a personal goal for me, a last call for me, is to find a strict top um, in this new year because um, 2018, I know that there's a strict top who can understand. Understand. Um, a strict bottom and know that we belong together. Very Mariah Carey. And I might oh, and keep put Mariah you Carey. in a bridesmaid 
dressed before I be putting one. So I'm down. Professional goals, personal goals. 2018. I'm down with go. being a bridesmaid in 2019 because you ain't married a nigga. First this of year. all, oh You're yeah, no, I need to year. meet them. Yeah, I actually want to be one of those um, bottles who run credit scores. No shade. Who did that on Married to Medicine? <laughs> Lisa Nicole. Lisa Cloud. Nicole and Lisa Nicole not even present nor accounted for in 2018. So, so no, you don't want to do that because you don't want to be where Lisa Nicole is now. Lisa Nicole got a whole husband cheating on her still with me. Chill. Uh, and not on TV no more. So, no, do something else. Check okay. their whole facts, not their credit. Cool. Um, my last call this week is to depression. Oh. And. It's my last call because it is a demon that we all know and that we all know we can whoop her ass. Amen. She's an ugly, misshapen, misguided bitch. Like other misshapen, misguided Child. bitches that we talked about today. Shout out Kim Brielle. Um, She's just, she's an ugly, misshapen, misguided bitch. Um, and unfortunately, I feel like uh, she's taken Erica Gardner from us. Um, Erica Gardner has been a growing voice in the um, black justice, black lives matter community Mm -hmm. since her father was prematurely taken away from the world and taken away from her most importantly. And them motherfuckers had the nerve to wear I can breathe shirts to their goddamn rally afterwards. Yes. And, And it was like two or three that showed up to the hospital the day that she died. Whole nother subject. I'm not giving them no wow. life. I'm not giving wow. them. No, I'm not giving them no life. I'm not giving them no more, no breath because they're the same fucking wow. monster with the depression monster. My last call is to defeating depression in 2018. Hey, Amen. Erica Gardner lost her battle with depression in 2018. Um, arguably, she suffered a stroke and an and/or heart attack um, because of fucking heartbreak. She lost her hero she lost her father mm-hmm. and i want us to not fight that same battle and lose in 2018 realize the demon that you are facing and realize that god did not not give you the power to beat it amen you have all the tools in your arsenal to beat it you just have to use them and that's you my have last friends call. you have professional help one eight hundred two seven three talk. You have me. DM me. Call me. I'll give you my number. You can talk to me. It's not that serious. Um, well, it is serious. I'll Snapchat you. You're making light of the situation, but um, you know we love you, and definitely if 2018 is already trying to attack, you have resources. You have support, and depression is something you don't have to go through alone. Absolutely. Um, again. It's an ugly, ugly, hateful-ass monster that took too many people in 2017. And our goal and our mission definitely needs to be that they don't take as many people in 2018. Yeah, so the arm yourself. is $1,800 boots, and our goal is to be $2,000 boots tonight here in New York. <laughs> I, uh, so that's a good thing. We turned the negative into a positive. You know, the gays are always reclaiming things. Reclaiming time, yeah. yes, as well. Um... Remember that this week's episode is brought to you by your mama's jokes. Um, watch your man and you should definitely watch your motherfucking mouth. Um, thank you guys for listening to this week's episode. Definitely leave us comments. Who is your favorite character on Living Single? Because I know um, Sinclair is going to get all the votes. And She's not. Everybody loves Overton. 
I know y'all. Well, do. Overton was cute though, but I dated and that's Overton. why everybody's gonna vote for Overton. I dated Overton, so does that make me win? No, nigga. You ugly inside because you beautiful on the outside, friend. I love you. Happy um, New Year, y'all. Follow us on the internet at hereforpod. Hereforpod.com is coming, child, by the end of January if I have to snap somebody's neck or swipe my credit card for a ridiculously outrageous amount of money. So, there's that. We'll see you next week. Bye.